This podcast comes to you from the Pixel Labs Podcast Studio. As the world of marketing evolves, so must brands when faced with new challenges. We help brands grow by identifying opportunities to have real results. Welcome to the Raising Brand Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Raising Brand Podcast. It is Aaron, and I'm a brand strategist with Pixel Labs, and I am super duper excited. We have an awesome guest today to talk a little bit about branding, a little bit about social media, but we have Scott Burak with the Iowa Media Company. He is a partner owner. Um, if you all have not heard of Scott before, you may have heard of some of the work that he's been working on. They have a very successful few platforms, um, Midwest versus Everybody and Iowa Chill. Um, but Scott, I would love if you just kind of do a little quick little introduction of yourself and the work that you're doing. I'm really excited about today's conversation. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Thanks for the introduction there. And I, you know, I don't know how much more I can say about myself. You gave me such a good a good role here. But um, that's right. I uh, I am an owner of the Iowa Media Company, and the Iowa Media Company manages this online social media brands Iowa Chill and the Midwest versus Everybody. Um, just two of those influencer, non-personal influencer accounts that are out there that you guys see every single day when you're scrolling through your timelines. And um, I've been fortunate enough to turn it into a bit of a business and, and something that we can make a lifestyle out of. Awesome. You know, and, and you make it sound so humble. You do a good job. But I think it's important to note, um, you know, you're multi-platform. You're in a bunch of different places. But uh, Facebook what I was what I was just – I just looked at that very quickly. And I would chill 113,000 likes. And Midwest versus everybody, four hundred seven thousand likes. Yeah, so this right. isn't this isn't kind of your small town, you know, influencer, you know, a couple thousand followers. This is the real deal. Um, so I just love to hear, and I think the audience would love to hear too. Talk a little bit about the story. You know, how did this come to be? Where you know, Iowa Chill, who came up with that? I, yeah, we're bet. just curious to know a little bit more about the story. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's a it's a pretty sizable audience, um, and with a, with a brand within Iowa Chill, it's a it's a big proportion of all the islands that are here. So we're just lucky that we've had so much support as we've grown this thing. But um, my business partner, Nathan Creeps, he uh, he started this thing in 2013. So wow. if you knew anything that was going on in social media 2013, it was Twitter and it was Snapchat. Um, and I think he was maybe a junior or a senior in high school when he really got things rolling. Um, but he, uh, he started with a confessions account. I'm not sure if you're familiar with what that is, but basically it was just driven off of your audience's submissions. They'd post something, theoretically it was posted anonymously, and then you'd syndicate it to the rest of the people around. It's kind of where like TikTok popped out of, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. They kind of built off of that kind of community engagement model. Um, so that was kind of his first stroke of genius. You know, he built this confessions account and, you know, we'll probably get into it. But, you know, if everyone could be an influencer, they'd do it right. But it's hard to make content on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. What we solved with that first problem was content coming into us being submitted from our audience. So that took a lot of the, you know, heavy lifting off of the guys, you know, putting it out there. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it started out just kind of local through his community in, in, in high school. Um, you know, and then I'll, I'll say it was a, a shower thought, but I know he was he was in the bathroom at the time when he had this epiphany that he was going to change it to Iowa Chill. He was going to rebrand this and go statewide, which I think was his second stroke of genius because um, being able to you know market yourself as an audience within a geographical territory is something that you know large brands can get behind it's something that marketing departments understand and they incorporate into their strategy um, so you know it kind of set us up for success there um, you know so that was 2013 through 2014 Nate creeps is you know just 
on the internet by himself for better or for worse, putting content out there, getting everybody excited about Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, running around in, in college, uh, about 2016, 2017, uh, me, Bryce Bortscheller, and uh, Darian Jones, who are my other two business partners on the project, we were really involved in the uh, John Papa John Entrepreneurial Center through the University of Northern Iowa. Um, and we all had some businesses going on, uh, just like student businesses, things that we were getting rolling while we were still going to classes and things like that when we went to class. Um, <laughs> yep. But so we were all kind of in this little network and, and through the grapevine, you know, being in that kind of intimate setting, you get to hear about a lot of good opportunities and the people that are getting after it. And there's this social media account on our radar. And it's a, I think at the time it was 20,000 followers on Twitter. And they're like, wow, I guess, I mean, we haven't really thought about how someone can become an influencer, but, you know, between four guys and putting our heads together, maybe we can do this. So um, leading up to uh, Black Friday 2017, we put together an LLC, grabbed an EIN, and opened a bank account all on the same day so that we mm-hmm. could launch our Black Friday sale <laughs> yeah, and awesome. figure out. And, yeah, I mean, the rest is kind of history. Starting it up, people bit on all the all the cool merchandise mm-hmm. that we're doing. And, uh, I mean, it's it's been quite a ride ever since. Well, and I think the, the part that just sticks out to me that you've done so well is the engagement with the audience. And, and I think that that's something cool that a lot of folks forget about, you know, marketing and social media is that has to be the focus if yeah. you want to be successful, truly successful on social media. I mean, you can throw out stuff and people will see it. But if you really want to have that connection, that has to be at the heart of it. Right. Um and that's funny. That confessions account was that you said that was just kind of a local thing, or yeah, was started it? out and I'll go in Iowa. Oh my gosh, no yeah. way! And it was just you know I, I stole something from this person's yard, or what kind of stuff are people throwing I, on there? I, I'm sure. Hopefully, it was that. Uh, that innocent. nothing illegal. <laughs> yeah, <of course>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. But um, yeah, I think I mean anything crushes high school crushes. Mm-hmm. You know the gossip that's going around town. Oh, he said, funny. she said. I mean, just kind of you know what. You know, when you look at it, it's like what it, what it's like to grow up in a small town in, oh my in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Like everyone knows everything about somebody. It's just yeah. who's saying it. This yeah. added that level of a non, you know, you, you could get away with saying it because no one could put it back on you, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that's just it. People like those things. They kind of comment on them, kind of, you know, get the stories continuing rolling. Um, and if it, stick, it sticks, it sticks. And if it doesn't, it dries up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the Iowa Chill one came first, correct? Not the Midwest versus everybody? That's right, yep. Okay. It, was, it was running with the Iowa Chill. Yep. And so talk a little bit about, so that was kind of the first, you know, I'm sure that Iowa Media Company, Iowa Chill, have been through several different iterations as you've grown, you know, reached reach a wider audience. Talk about what led you to actually branching out and starting a whole different brand. You know, of course, underneath that Iowa Media Company, but front-facing a whole different brand. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, to to kind of backtrack into to like the engagement side of it, you know, I think, and, and just like the origin story in general, like when we turned on the switch and we were able to sell merchandise and we had buyers the first day that we even tried, wow. that was like the engagement that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. And then we really started to analyze this as like, oh, our fans really love us. Like this is a different kind of brand than anything else that's really out there. Because um, we're not really asking too hard. We're, we're saying, you know, opt in to have some fun, entertain, you know, be entertained by our content and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, take that extra step and support us. Um, by buying our merchandise. Um, and when we were able to see how loyal these fans were, we knew that we had to double down and expand and grow. And um, I think 
being able to be so localized in, in Iowa and really stay relevant with what we knew our audience mattered or what mattered to them, um, we were able to really grow rapidly, have everybody sharing it with their friends, which is like the most flattering type of engagement you can get when it comes Absolutely. to social media, right? Yeah. There's nothing like, hey, buddy, I thought of you when I when I when I, when <laughs> right? I saw this. Right. It's right? a little bit of love. You feel that when you see you're tagged in a comment or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the next level. And we see that we do that better than any other brands that are doing it out there. Yeah. And it's it's so driven off of this really local, you know, we're all in it together for the people, by the people mentality that we were able to build with Iowa Chill. And, um, you know, our, our content themes are all built off of, you know, again, what it means to be an island, what it means to be a Midwestern hardworking, you know, citizen. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for the Iowa Media Company, there's 13 other Midwestern or 12 other Midwestern states, 11 if you don't count in Ohio. And that's, you know, the jury's <laughs> that's still a debate. I was that. actually looking through comments and I think I saw one today. It's like Columbus, Ohio. I don't think that one's in the Midwest. So yeah, that's there's right. a debate there, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and, and then that's just it. You know, we post something about that. You get people chitter chattering about yeah. it, discussing it, having their own discourse. And all of a sudden the comments, likes and engagements status and all of our posts are going up. So it's kind of stirring that pot a little bit, but, um, you know, just really identifying that we had that local, just how powerful it was to be so localized. We, we leveraged that to spin up these new accounts and those Mm -hmm. new accounts grew to be these Midwest, these Midwest versus everybody accounts. Um, we dabbled in a whole bunch of different ones. Uh, we even, even tried to go like Southwest and and we had no business being there because we're not from there. We have no boots on the (laughs) ground, but I think there's power in learning that though. You know what I mean? You have to try that stuff. So yeah, for sure. So, I mean, and that's what, I mean, from where things are going now, you know, we, we see the Midwest versus everybody account as like really the, the true potential of what our, our, you know, audience reach could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically looking at Iowa chill as like, you know, the, we can learn here. This is a sandbox. This is where we can experiment with like some really good fans have really open feedback loop and hear what's going to work with them and take it to those next 12, 12 states and you know, maybe the whole country. Yeah. Awesome. And you know what I really hear you saying? So in addition to that, letting, um, you know, having your audience at the heart of, of your, of your brand, of your content, of your, of your focus for social media, but almost letting them drive the bus in a way, mm-hmm. you know, and that applies whether you're, you know, a media company or a, a credit union or, or a small, you know, like a plumber or something, you know, when you're working with somebody, you, you could just ask them, like, what would you be interested in or what would you think is interesting? And I think you can kind of take that, you know, add your own little creative touch to it. But yeah, awesome. So talk a little bit about, you know, and this is kind of hard because this is almost where the magic comes in. But when you're thinking about content or you see something, how do you know, like, ooh, like that's something that we got to share? Or, ooh, like that's the idea that we got to go with. Yeah, so that is a that that's really tricky, especially for me to answer. Um, I mean, I, I really uh, owe it to to my partners Nate, who started that, got that whole pipeline going of submission and determining what's going to go, what's going to make it. You know, staying to a degree, you know, just raunchy and, and funny enough, but not explicit, right? Mm-hmm. We, we never went there, yep. never got ourselves in trouble for the kinds of content that we were posting, and and just thank goodness right like mm-hmm. we, we stayed within that that side of things um but you know I, I think it's actually they just spend a lot of time on social media right like it's just getting into the hopper and committing to i'm going to scroll through this but with the you know 
intention of identifying a new trend that's going on. I have these other, I have these, you know, these influencers that I think are keeping up with things. I like their style of content. Their, their culture and theme is very similar to what we're doing. Let's look mm-hmm. for, let's look to them for inspiration. Let's see what they do. And, you know, I mean, the, it's, it's just like fashion and anything else. It comes from the coast. It comes from other countries and you see it start to happen here as, as quickly as you can pick up on it. You know, that's, that's who wins, you know, early bird gets the worm, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think what's, what's powerful too, is you have an audience to really dive into some of those things to figure out what's next. And then you have the attention to you know, like, ah, this is good. Or maybe it's not so good. Totally. But, Talk a little bit about, too, because I've seen just over the years you've had, you know, of course, have your merchandise that's come out, um, but you've also had events. So one thing that I think is interesting um, for folks that have a social media following is, you know, it's it's awesome to be on the Internet. It's fun to engage, interact, comment back and forth. But when you can take it that step further and actually be in person, you know what I mean? Like actually meet some of the people behind the scenes, make some of those connections. Talk a little bit about what led to some of those events, why they happened and and kind of what what happened as a result of it. For sure. So, I mean, you you hit it right on the head. Like it's it is being it's really cool being able to have these digital communities. But if you can take it that step farther, like we put it kind of on that same if not higher tier than somebody that purchased merchandise from us. Mm-hmm. If you come, if we say that we're going to be a place and you show up when we're there, like, wow, that, that person will drop anything to come hang out with us because they like us that much. Like, what a fan. Um, so, I mean, like, that is what we determined was kind of like the pinnacle of being able to, to do this kind of thing, you know, yeah. not just be this in- intangible online presence but also just be this like vibe hey i had a good time when i saw those guys at the you know sturgis falls or the state fair or or things like that Mm -hmm. um and you know so we we had the idea to like well boots on the ground we'll just sell merchandise at these things we'll we'll make a deal with like sturgis falls for example our our local cedar falls festival um you know if we put them on and say that we're going to be at this event they'll give us free vendor space um and we kind of started with that value exchange and like oh we'll just we'll sell our merchandise and we'll make you know money to eat and and live there (laughs) right uh i don't think we ate that day well (laughs) but um you know, that, that was years ago that we kind of started initiating those relationships, which yeah. has led to the opportunity now where we have paying sponsors and we say that we want to show up and activate at these events. And, uh, you know, the relationship's already there with the, the event hosts. Um, and we can say, hey, we'd like to have that spot back. We'll put you on. We'd also, we're, we're going to be promoting the sponsor while we're there. And we're going to be able to now sell merchandise as well. Um, so, you know, it becomes all these different revenue streams from just, you know, kind of getting started, putting, you know, just trying something, right? Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's awesome to see all the people come out for those kinds of things. And um, it, it really has been, I think, again, when it comes to how localized our audience is, it's a, it's an offering that sets us apart from other influencers, right? Um, you know, you, you'll have fashion models in LA posting about something and everybody wants to be them from every corner in the country. But, you know, when they say that they're having their, their, you know, uh, catwalk or, or fashion show and you're invited, it's hard to pull the trigger on a thousand dollar plane trick to trip right. to, to, you know, come check them out. But right. As Iowans and Midwesterners, you know, a two-hour, three-hour car drive to it. see something fun, that's, yeah. you know, and people start showing up. So, yeah, it's cool. We just try to try to play off that. Awesome. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because I, I was just another post I saw as I was scrolling through <laughs> was something about how Iowans like, oh, a 14-hour car ride, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I even saw, to your point about the engagement, there was a lady that commented and it had like 100 uh, reactions to it. And she talked about how like, well, you know, if you add up, it's a 
you know, you got to be there two hours early each way. And then you got to, you know, you got to wait in line, go through security. Then you have the layover. If you add it up, like it already, it, it was hilarious. So just like that discourse that you were talking about. Yeah. I, mi- I might need to have you point that one out because that sounds like an ugly Christmas sweater waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be. No, awesome. And, and, you know, one of the questions that I'm actually really curious about, you know, you talked about dabbling with other regions of the country. What yeah. were some other, you know, when I use the term hard lessons, but things maybe that didn't work that you thought would, I, I just, just because, you know, it's, it's. I know it's, um, especially in a digital age, folks look at what others have, high following counts, yeah. high engagement, and it's exciting, but they don't see that you've been, you know, in the background working on this, you know, for almost 10 years, that yeah, there's been sure. stuff going on. They think <clears> like, oh, wow, this page is funny. You know, they probably just grew really quickly. You know, what were some of those harder things over time that maybe you thought would work that didn't? We always like to hear about that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, thinking about like other regions and things, I mean, it's it's kind of as simple as a, I think we could have made it work. I think we could have been the Southwest versus everybody or, and figured out those kinds of accounts or, mm-hmm. or Miami chill and, and things like that. It would have been a little bit more challenging because we aren't there. We mm-hmm. don't have the boots on the ground. But now more than ever, we're in a position to help facilitate those kinds of accounts and, and help creators build those kinds of audiences. Um, it's just I think the reason we didn't pursue it so hard today is just – of sheer matter of focus on on the two right. brands that we're managing now, um, Iowa Chill obviously it's pretty well refined. We know we really know what we are, and the people know who we are, and you know we know what direction we're going with that, and being able to again just kind of experiment there and parlay that into the Midwest versus everybody is I mean that's kind of the full time job in itself because there's you know a, a finite amount of people within Iowa that we'll ever be able to reach. You know, Midwest ha- potential reaches 10x, 15, 20x that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just just sheer numbers. Um, as far as, like, other things, I mean, that we've dabbled in that we don't really touch anymore, I mean, not particularly go after, I would say, but we, we will do these things to some degree just by the nature of the events that we're doing now. But um, I remember the first thing that we did after the Black Friday sale was a um, Mardi Gras bar party in Iowa City at Summit. Um, So Hawkeye fans, you know, anyone (laughs) anyone at school there, they know what kind of place the Summit is. So um, we we got to get a hold of the jungle, um, put a DJ up, and and bring some people out for a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you just kind of realize, like, that nightlife entertainment scene, you know, there's there's things that can go wrong. It's it's not – the juice isn't always worth the squeeze in those kinds of environments. Um, Granted, there's there's a lot of money to be made there, but um, it's just – there's – it's just a different element. Um, And I think, you know, we've definitely done our fair share of those kinds of events. Uh, We've tried to partner with people that said they were going to bring in artists and and things like that, you know, Um, not not really knowing where those kinds of conversations could go. And and some of those things have fallen through. Um, So I think we took a step back and realized, well, you know, as much as we want to be the cool party promoter guys, like that's not really us. We're we're definitely more suit suit and tie kind of business <laughs> folks here. So let's, let's use that to our advantage. Yeah. Um, so kind of buttoned it up from there. And again, like, I mean, today, you know, we still activate at these like Sturgis Falls and I mean, it's kind of a party, right. But it's not hosting the bar, right. Um, it's not that kind of attitude. It's just a little mm-hmm. bit different approach to those things. So stuff that's kind of, you know, a couple step, you know, one, one step back, a couple steps forward. Totally. And and I think that's important when working on something is you have to try stuff, you know, and and I think that that goes back again to the importance of the audience is, 
kind of keeping in mind who they are, what they like to do, trying what you think they'd be interested on, and they'll let you know. I mean, and, and you'll yeah, feel sure. it too. You'll you'll have something, and and they'll let you know. Especially on social media, they'll be pretty quick to tell you. They pretty don't like quick, something. yeah. There, there's people just waiting to mm-hmm. push that send. Yeah. Does that stuff ever bother you? If you ever get a comment that like this is stupid, or at this point, is it just whatever? It doesn't hurt my feelings because it was probably submitted by somebody else. Oh, for the most sure, part, right? Sure. Um, you know, and I think. Uh, there's there's obviously always been that right? right no you cannot please everybody and i think that's kind of like the best part it's it's a you know you just you're going to have two sides of the story and uh, on some of our stuff it is that kind of humor that's almost like controversial of like you know, is it bags or is it cornhole? And then, you know, those <laughs> yeah. two sides are never going to agree. There's never going to be a middle ground and they'll right. go at each other till the end of time. Right. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we play off of. So we, we look forward to it. Challenge us, challenge our way of thinking. So bring it. Interesting. Well, it's probably even, it's almost like you have it set up that way where it's not necessarily you saying something. It's just, you're kind of the instigator. You're just the one that just like throws this out there and <laughs> that's then a really good way the to people can it. go at it. You know, you're not even the person that has an opinion, you know, but you like to see the other. That's interesting. That puts you in kind of a cool spot to just yeah. kind of sit back and watch. But yeah. And I think, I think that's a, it kind of speaks to that. Like I, I said at the beginning, but we're a non-personal social media influencer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that gives us that kind of ability to be that mediator. Um, versus, you know, if you are a person, it's kind of, you know, you're supposed to believe in something, right? Right. Whereas we're just kind of the platform. Right. Well, and I think that that's interesting and probably could be a whole nother, whole nother podcast is talking about, um, you know, cause I think, especially when folks are sharing on social media, like if it's tough for, you know, if a business, you know, has no face, no messaging, it's, it's. You know, we even think uh, or we recommend, you know, if businesses are doing something on social media, like at the very least have a face on what you're Mm -hmm. putting out there. You know, people look for faces. They look for what's familiar. And if you don't have that, it's very tough to it's tough to interact with it. So when you have something special where you've created a culture where it's that doesn't even really matter for us. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about that because that's already taking place in the discussion. And so that's really special. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I think it is, I mean, when you look at it from a small business perspective, it is like having that, you know, you're, you're sorting through all this noise or you're mm-hmm. trying to, to climb out of the noise that is social media timelines these days. And somebody needs something familiar. Fortunately for us, we're, a, you know, nine, 10 year old brand that yeah. people have been seeing, you know, over the, for, you know, every other day, if mm-hmm. we're doing our jobs right. And uh, so every time we come across, you know, if it's not for the algorithm, we're usually easy to pick out of the crowd. Absolutely. Well, and I, I'd encourage anyone if they've not checked out Iowa Chill or Midwest versus everybody. The, the thing I've been aware of it for probably three, four years is really how, I, how long I've been aware. But it was funny to me just scrolling through and it's because um, it tells you, you know, so and so and 4.5K people liked this. And how many of your friends have already been liking all this stuff? You know, and, yeah. and I think that that's really funny. So I'd invite you to go look at that. But. Scott, thank you for sitting down with me. I loved hearing more about, you know, kind of the story behind these brands, how you've been able to build those, make them successful. Um, Again, anybody, I'd really invite you to go check out Iowa Chill, Midwest versus everybody. Do you kind of want to tell? Because you have a a website, you have all sorts of different platforms. Do you kind of want to give people the lowdown on where to go? Yeah, I mean, for sure, just Google Iowa Chill or Midwest versus everybody. Um, It's iowachill.com or midwestverseseverybody.com. Um, and then we're, we're the Iowa Media Company, and we're at iowamediaco.com. Awesome. Thanks, right. Aaron. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Raising Brand Podcast, powered by Pixel Labs. Remember to subscribe to stay up to date on all things Raising Brand.